Hello, and welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Masters Mix podcast, where each episode we share actionable strategies for amping up your real estate marketing game. And now, here's your host, Dave Cole. Thank you so much, Scott. Welcome, everybody. Today, we want to talk about uh, the marketing and the challenges for mobile homes, but also about ways to really expand and get going with your your real estate business whether it's from a an agent or broker or even investor side and we're pleased to be joined today by franco perez very much established with uh, mobile home developments and the challenges that go along with it out in san jose and serving pretty much the uh you know the west coast or at least the california part of the coast for now with some plans to expand franco want to uh welcome you in and uh start out by asking you know how kind of what got you going with mobile homes and as far as marketing you know how why start there oh man uh that's a deep question dave thanks for having me by the way so um what what got me into mobile homes i'd say it really comes down to, I came over here as an immigrant family. It was was just me, my mom, my dad, my younger sister. And we grew up in the Silicon Valley. My dad was a breadwinner. Uh, Something unfortunate happened and they divorced, left me, my mom and my sister to survive out here and realized it's so expensive out to uh, to live out here and housing's a huge problem, right? So um, got into real estate, did a ton of real estate stuff, did well there. Um, but then really wanted to find a way to help benefit people that were in my shoes and went through the struggles of housing as well. Um, and really found mobile homes to be a perfect solution for that. It, it helps a lot of people get out of that rent rat race and start to begin their step towards ownership. Um, that's what got me into it. Okay. And I'll try to ask more shallow questions as we go, but uh, appreciate the uh, the background. And so, okay, so I can understand you wanting to get into it. And so just from the, the marketing point of view, there are people that they hear mobile homes or mobile home park, and their mind takes them back to, you know, 30 and 50 years ago, and they think trailer park or hitched up to something, or they're, you know, riding on the back of a U-Haul truck. And that's obviously not the case, but I would think from a marketing point of view, there's the need to kind of explain and educate people before you can really start the sales process. Oh, absolutely. What are some things you did to try to overcome that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, generally, just like you mentioned, Dave, there's a lot of false stigmas around mobile homes. Hollywood really makes it seem like, you know, trailer trash vibes, a lot of very um, bad images that Hollywood puts out there. So it's when it comes to really marketing these, it's really, we, we face, we're already a step behind. So we really have to break that stigma from the beginning. And the way I found that really works the best is through video, because it's tough to get people out to go see a mobile home. Nobody can really relate unless you know somebody that lives in a mobile home park. But man, once you go into some of these communities in a lot of nice areas, you'll come to realize they look very beautiful. It's like a a resort style location. And it's actually a lot nicer than you would think, right? So 
that's where we made the decision to really focus on video so people can really see visually because otherwise we can talk about it on podcasts we can we can send paperwork that sort of thing but until they actually see it sometimes even images aren't enough for them to believe it so by creating videos and also matterports 3d renderings that's what's really allowed for us to help people visualize what a mobile home actually looks like and what the new style manufactured homes look like and help people really understand how spacious they could be, how the materials are, how it's really well constructed. Um, and, and through video is really how we uh, built exposure around our company. Okay, so that is... Uh... Uh, a great way to go. And I would imagine that social media probably also plays a role in that. Oh, absolutely. We do a lot of stuff on social media. We, um, t we have, I'm fortunate to have like a great team that does uh, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Instagram, and all of that stuff. You know, we create short form videos, long form videos, trending videos, educational videos, right? And really, building engagement, building conversation around this, and also collaborating with other people on social media, like you, Dave, like, you know, the, the associations of real estate. So they understand this as well. Cause the sad truth is, is even, even the experts in real estate don't know the benefits of these as well. Right. So it's all about collaborative uh, conversation to, to really enable awareness around this product is, is really how I would say. And also, I, I feel a big part of marketing is really word of mouth. You know, I'm a big fan of, I don't know if you've heard of raving fans, um, but when you have tons of clients that are very happy with you and you treat them very well and they have a success story, they're going to share that story with others. So it's important to stay in touch with those people and and also to ask for referrals and find other people in the industry that might be that might have clients that they are not able to help because in the real estate world at least out here um they're working with million dollar clients they have much better quality clients that they can spend their time on for them it doesn't make a lot of sense to work with a mobile home client once or twice a year because it, it really isn't their specialty. So word of mouth through referrals, people always recommend us as well. So, uh, but there's always, as you know, Dave, there's a lot of different marketing styles. There's different sources. Um, and it's all about kind of how you, you know, where you see most of the business coming from and how do we expand on that, right? Yeah, exactly. And so there's the, and this is something else to talk about on the marketing side. And I appreciate where you're coming from because I'm involved with custom interactive virtual staging and virtual reality tours and so forth for proposed properties. So it's educating in some cases, even the developers and the brokers besides needing to educate people that, hey, you can at least experience your potential next home <laughs> or office space before it's even built yet, look at different colors on the wall and that type of thing. So it's like that double educational process. And that's what I wanted to 
you know, one of the things I'm wanting to talk about in this, and, you know, we're already touching on that part of it, because there is that need to educate real estate agents and, you know, the people in the industry on the advantages, just as there is to say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, this would be a great situation for you to live in. So it's that, you know, kind of the double whammy. And that even brings up the point of, with regard to the educational process, then there's the call to action. So does someone that says, hey, I should look at, you know, getting a mobile home as a form of investment or as a way that I can live in this area. So what is their step? Do they contact a mobile home company? Do they contact certain real estate agents or, you know, how does that part of it work? And then what is your preparation or the people that are, you know, working in the related services, what's involved with getting prepared to handle those responses? Yeah. Well, yeah, if we're getting into how, how the business works, it's really, you know, we, we've built the business really accustomed to uh, speci specifically uh, specialize in mobile homes. So everything in the mobile home industry is actually a bit different compared to the real estate industry. The lending is different. The process is different. There's a park approval process. There's different repairs that need to get done. Um how you comp and how you do a market analysis for a mobile home is very different as well. So we really had to start from scratch and build out a whole uh, system end to end to really create something that makes that works out for people to go to us and have a real end to end experience from the point of contact, reaching out to us on social media or a phone call or on Zillow, and then all the way down to getting an, uh, an application by the right lender that will lend in these parks. And then also uh, someone that will help you search for homes in parks that you would actually qualify for, because there's two different qualification sets on these. There's the loan application and there's the park application. And if you don't know uh, the two and you mess one up, you could go pending for a month and find out it doesn't go through correctly. Right. So um, we really kind of, designed our business to be streamlined. And, and, you know, the truth of it is the, for me, or the pay on these commissions for mobile homes are not that high. So it wouldn't make sense to do it unless we were doing at volume at multiple units. Mm -hmm. Right. So we really had to focus on great operations and great steps and great checklists to make sure that there's no mistakes made uh, from the beginning to the end. Um, but with that, people reach out to us through those platforms. A lot of our educational stuff is on YouTube. People find us there, whether it's finding out about a park tour or whether it's finding out how do I calculate my fin finances to get out of rent. Um, and then we really do big analyses for people to understand how much would you be saving if you moved your payment from renting to a mobile home, right? Mobile homes aren't always the right case for people, but if you can buy a single family home, I say go buy it. But in areas like here, it makes a lot of sense to stop paying 3,500 a month on rent and instead pay that payment on a mobile home, right? So, and, and you made a good point about like, social media and marketing and the matter and the 3d tours and stuff that you do too because every generation of 
people is it takes in information differently, right? So there's the baby boomers that are, you know, where print marketing works very well. And then we're starting to see millennial buyers and even younger than that, you know, and, and as we start to get more in the digital age, the digital stuff that you're doing makes more of an impact. It reaches people more and it connects with them more. Right. So, I mean, the, the real estate industry, I feel like people, a lot of people in the industry have this image where they want to be that perfect persona. They always have a suit and tie. They always are showcasing a sold sign. And, and it's all pretty generic, if you ask me. Um, I'm, I'm the type where it's like, I want to be myself. I want to be able to have fun. I can you know, go have a drink or whatever and be a personality and be the person who I am and not be afraid to be myself on social media. And I think what's surprising, this wasn't intentional, is that actually worked way better as to getting referrals because people would feel that I'm more real. I'm not trying to sell them on real estate all the time. You know, I eat a lot of good food, go to local restaurants, make videos there, and I share my story, right? Um, the good and the bad things, the problems that we go through, the mistakes we make, we share all of that. And that itself is also uh, marketing in a way, too. Yeah, you know, I would think that some of in the marketing is also kind of marketing the community, the area surrounding where the mobile home parks you're working with are. And you mentioned even with, you know, going to restaurants and doing that, but there might also be, I would think, things in your marketing, such as, you know, maybe a favorable article on a school in the area around a mobile home park or a new manufacturer is coming to town where there's going to be jobs. Or I'm wondering if, you know, things like that are a part of your marketing leading up to the question of, as you're getting inquiries, is it people are looking to invest in a mobile home or, and it could be both, are they looking to move into San Jose or, you know, one of the surrounding communities because there's a mobile home park there and that's the way they can afford to do it? Or is it a combination of both ways? It's, it's really a combination of both. I, I'd say in the areas that we're in, like San Jose, San Diego, people move here because of the good, high paying jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they're shocked by the high, high cost of living. Right. right. So we're in an area um, where 4,000 a month for rent is normal, right? And then $1.6 million for a single family home is average, right? And there's really nothing in between. And if you plan on living here for two to three years, then paying rent 4,000 a month really adds up by a lot. We did a case study for this girl, Hazel, that bought a home with us. If she kept paying rent for those three years and then versus when she bought a mobile home, the whole difference was over $100,000, right? And that's from change, just changing her uh, her housing payment from rent to paying a partial rent and paying the rest towards mortgage. She was able to pay down her mortgage. She, her home was also able to appreciate, which is a huge myth that people think they depreciate all the time. Um, and then through that, she was able to sell that home and now be able to buy a single family home, right? 
So honestly, most of our clients really come in just to try to optimize their housing payment because they're sick of paying rent and they have their jobs here. Um, the other is we have a lot of people that have their kids here and they want to downsize from a single family home to something more affordable, something that they don't have to maintain as much in a senior community in a brand new home and something that's uh, that they pay way less taxes on as well. Right. Right. And that's something else, too, uh, just to focus you know, a little more on your business for the last uh, few minutes here. So with investing in a mobile home, um, how is that different? Or I mean, I, I would imagine one way it's different from a single family home is that the people probably do not own the land mm -hmm. or, you know, and even I'm not as clear as I should be on this. So for sure. people like me, how does that work? You invest in a mobile home, you eventually own it, but you don't own the land. And so, or do you, and then using the term mobile home, literally. So if you decide you want to move 50 miles away, can you literally move that home? And then how does that work in terms of owning the, you know, what you own beyond the home in terms of the land and the property and that type of thing? How does that all work? Yeah, good, good. Really good questions, Dave. So, I mean, there's two elements to that. One is the ownership. Let's talk about the ownership side, right? So Hazel, for example, renting at 4,000 a month, you're going to continue making that payment. You All that money is gone. You can never get that back, that sort of thing, right? So that's $4,000 a month. In the home that she purchased was a mobile home. It was $300,000. By the way, this is going to vary in ratios based on where you're at. So don't be shocked by these numbers. But uh, the home that she purchased, it was a brand new 1,500 square feet, three, uh, three bedroom, two bath home because she was trying to buy single family but couldn't afford it. Uh, and with that home she bought, her rent payment was $1,000 and then her mortgage was $3,300. So her monthly payment in total was about 4,003, I mean, I'm sorry, $3,300, which is significantly less than actually renting, right? Now, yes, you can say, hey, I don't own the land. I'm still paying that $1,000 a month, that sort of thing. But you do own two thirds of that payment, right? First off, you're making a saving on that payment in total. And the other is you're you're owning an asset. So the, the money that you were already spending is going towards something you own now. It might not, you might not see it in your bank account, but you you will see it when you sell that home. So the second part of your question was, can you move the home into another area, that sort of thing? It is possible, but the actual value of the home itself is in the location it's in. So the better option is to, because it costs another 50000 or more to split it up and move it. Uh, however, you having that mobile home that's worth 300000 in that spot in San Jose, uh, for her appreciated by $70,000 already, um, you would want to sell that unit as a resale because that's how you can extract that value because you have value in having ties to that specific mobile home park in San Jose. Um, I know that might be complicated, but hopefully I explained that well to you. Um, was, is there questions that you feel like your viewers might have about what I explained? Well, no, I, I mean, I get it. And that's a good overview. And what I want to get back on was 
even you're saying, oh, this one is 1,500 square feet. And that goes back to what we were saying at the very beginning, is that people get the image of the trailer park and or maybe think of it like an RV where you've got to like, you know, turn sideways to walk through, you know, back from the driver's seat back to the, you know, the pullout bed and think of this very small cramped space. And here you are saying 1,500 square feet in oh, yeah. a San Jose or a San Diego. And I would think that's enough to make people think 1,500 square feet. Whoa, that's like a thousand square feet more than you know what I was, I was expecting it was exactly that, that again it's that it's that perception and marketing through the perception yeah I I mean uh, first thing is for the viewers is definitely do your research and take a quick look I mean it takes like three minutes now on Google to really see what mobile homes there are out there right and and we that's like we mentioned we have our YouTube channel and all that stuff where you can see it too but that really is our average sized mobile home in this area right? And now apartments are usually about 1,000 or 1,100 square feet. So Hazel, for example, went from an 1,100 square foot home to a 1,500 square foot home. And it's really that shift in knowledge that really allows for people to get an advantage, right? Because not many people know about this. It's not in that huge of a demand right now. So um, that's where we're seeing a lot of people be able to benefit, right? So, so definitely take a look and see because... Man, especially during COVID, people needed an extra bedroom for an office, and they were able to have more space and without having to spend so much on a huger single-family home, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's part of it, too. And, and, and we're really, that- I, I should mention, too, we're really pushing the limits of how sexy we're building these homes it's it, that's actually our our motto for the ones we're building like in the malibu area and the joshua tree area i don't know if you got a chance to see those but these are 12 foot high ceilings um very contemporary style homes and we're going to continue to re- redesign and keep it modern and make them beautiful they really look nicer than a lot of single family homes out there okay i'll tell you what franco that just from the marketing point of view, you're talking about, you know, how Malibu is one of the locations and about people working from home. And so here's a way that a even a small business person or an independent contractor or, you know, manager, that type of thing that can run their business from home could have a Malibu address. And even though they're in a mobile home, still you get correspondence or where are you located or let me mail you something or, you know, where are you out of? You're out of Malibu. That's impressive. So it's just, and I'm mentioning that not only because that caught my attention, but from a marketing point of view. So now that may be the idea for a situation like yours to put that out there to business people. Hey, you could live and have a Malibu address for, And, you know, it's probably I can't compute on all my hands, fingers and family members how much they could save by being in a mobile home in Malibu versus (laughs) renting single family home apartment, you know, in-law house, whatever it may happen to be. So, again, that's why we're thinking that's, you know, marketing advantages. And that's really what we're all about. So absolutely. Yeah. So. All right. 
let's let's we can wrap this up on a positive franco so i do thank you for all of your input and now okay where can people get a hold of you what's the best way for contact getting information maybe they'd want to work with you on a development or look into mobile homes so uh tell us how we can reach you yeah so our our main link is www.franco.tv that has all our youtube channel our instagram it has our Forbes article and basically everything around mobile home. So you can find our phone number from there. You can text, email us through there. Um, we're always happy to kind of bring any knowledge around it. So whether you're a real estate person looking to develop a park or if you're so someone that's renting, that's considering purchasing one of these, we're happy to give information regardless of if you go through us or not so and and thanks for having us on the show it really means a lot we really kind of want to showcase this because it helps so many people and thanks dave yeah very happy to do that and we will have the the link and the information at the bottom on the podcast page and as we're posting videos so again thank you so much franco